<laughs> caught me getting my mic on. Uh, I thought I had a few extra seconds there, but but look, good morning and welcome to another edition of Wisdom Awakening. I'm your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Listen, everybody, I, I travel all over the country and I'm also often amazed of the number of people who watch this podcast uh, because, you know, I figure I've got a built-in audience with American Family Radio, almost 200 stations around the country between stations that the network owns and then some of the affiliate stations that run our programming. That's a lot of radio stations. And then, of course, we have the, the phones and people can have the app and they can live stream, which a lot of people do. I hear from a lot of truckers. Um, uh, who are on the road live streaming the program on their phone so that they can keep hearing the radio station from, from, from one jurisdiction to another. Uh, so, so I know that, but the podcast has surprised me because basically we haven't done any marketing for the podcast, just kind of put it out there and, and the audience continues to grow. Would you tell somebody about this podcast, uh, 8.30 every morning? I know it's been a little bit you know, dicey from time to time because when I travel, I can't do it. But there's always programming on here. I mean, if I'm not here live, there's going to be a best of that is on. But I am on live Tuesdays through Fridays unless I am traveling. And right now I'm not traveling. I won't be traveling for the week during the week uh, for quite some time um, during the week. I do have some I do have a couple of, of weekend uh, events, but I don't think those are going to interfere with my ability to do this program. So I'm going to be on live with you. But please tell a neighbor, tell a friend. As you all know, we had a little problem with our app situation. We had some technical help that kind of took, kind of bolted on us uh, and left us high and dry with that. But we're in the process of rebuilding the app. Uh, I don't know when that's going to be done, but the app is going to be built, rebuilt. It's going to be up and running and we're going to make sure that everybody can get access to the app, and uh, because that will be a way, uh, we're going to use the we're going to use the app as a way of having you be able to connect with everything I'm doing. Because right now, you know, I'm on National Religious Broadcasters on 10:30 p.m. at 10:30 p.m. every Sunday night on National Religious Broadcasters. I'm on Andrew Walmack Ministries. You can go to there. Uh, I'm, I think it's the Gospel Truth TV. You can go to their website and see exactly where I'm there because, I, frankly, I lose track of this stuff. I have to bring out the guide and read it to you, and I won't bother to do that. And I'm on um, Christian Television Network down in Tampa, Florida. So you can go down and check that out. Pray for us because I'm, right now I'm on weekly, and we want to go on daily. But there's a little bit of some, there's some logistical challenges with that in addition to the fact that we've got to um, have the content and we haven't been recording for television that long that we have the content. I'm just about to go through an, a new iteration of the, of the podcast. It's going to become E.W. Jackson for America. So I'm not sure that's going to fit for a daily television program on some of these networks like Daystar and God TV and, and even Andrew Womack Ministries and Christian Television Network. We'll, we'll see how that works out. But, uh, but, but pray for us because we do want to go on daily because we really believe that the interaction with you on a daily basis is going to be a tremendous blessing to you uh, because I really believe God has put some things in my heart that, that we, uh, believe me folks, I am desperate to share. I, I want to get them out. So this presents an opportunity to do that. And I thank you for your support and your prayers 
uh, which make it possible. I want to do want to remind you, I know it's Thursday, not Friday. I'll get into Friday. In fact, you know what? I'll just wait because Friday is my day for, for making the appeal. So I won't get into that right now, except to say all of this stuff that we're doing costs money. I mean, even the, the operation of this studio, I'm negotiating with the consultants right now uh, to, to help me with the studio because when I do interviews and whatnot, sometimes I need technical help because, frankly, the studio has been set up so that I can pretty much run it remotely. Uh, remotely. I can pretty much run it myself, uh, but not always. There are times when there are things that are beyond my technical expertise that need to be dealt with, and so I've got to have somebody on call for that who can help me when I need it. And with, uh, the, for example, with um, E.W. Jackson for America, there's going to be an intro, there's going to be an outro. I'm going to start doing guests from time to time. So we're going we're gonna to up the technical requirements of the program in order to be able to bring this to you. Uh, so all of that costs money. And uh, thank you all for your prayers and your support. That's the, prayer is the most important thing. And I mean that, folks. It is the most important thing. Because as I say, prayer will produce everything else you need. Money can never substitute for prayer. But thank you for your contributions as well. And we do get them from all over the country. And we're believing God for more and more of more and more Americans to grab hold of this and to support it so that we can we can spread it across the nation even more pervasively uh, than we're able to right now. Uh, well, look, uh, today I want to get to, 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 to get into an issue that that is, again, related to the election. But what I want to focus on is and, and you know, I don't have time to talk to you about everything that the Lord puts on my heart. I, I looked at the number of topics that I had to talk about, that I could talk about today. 15, well, I can't get to 15 topics. It's just not possible. I mean, I'd, I'd be here for two hours rather than 30 minutes. But Stacey Abrams, who, all, who as you all know, I, I am opposing with everything I've got um, down in Georgia to make sure that she loses to Brian Kemp. Uh, and by the way, Stacey Abrams will be joined by Barack Obama and Oprah Winfrey to campaign for her down in Georgia. I would call them the unholy alliance. Barack Obama, who gave us the degeneration of our culture into a homosexual miasma, an abyss of homosexuality, the president who appointed the, the, the Supreme Court justices, the president who, who then voted to make homosexuality and homosexual marriage some kind of constitutional right, which it is not. It's just like Roe v. Wade. They just made it up. But the president who lit up the White House in a rainbow color to celebrate same-sex marriage when the Supreme Court in Ober Obergefell said, yes, in 2015, uh, homosexuality is now the law of the land. It's now the rule. What, what used to be outlawed as sodomy what used to be outlawed as perversion, what used to be outlawed as an abomination to God has now been enshrined into constitutional law by a bunch of pinhead justices who don't care about God and don't care about the Constitution and really don't care about the moral future of this country, uh, the, the future of this country in general, which rests on its moral foundation more than anything else. So that's Barack Obama and Oprah Winfrey, the wicked witch of America because Oprah Winfrey is nothing but a glorified, bona fide witch. 
Yeah, I said it and I'm not retracting it. That's what she is. This woman had the, has got the unmitigated gall to say Jesus didn't come to die on the cross for anybody's sins. And if you believe that, you're following the wrong God. And if you just, you know, I mean, she's got all this new age nonsense rolling around in her head. I told you, these people who become fabulously wealthy, not all of them, many of them, who become fabulously wealthy, really think that they've done so because they have some sort of superior wisdom and knowledge. That is a delusion. It's a delusion. It's, a, it's, it's self-deception. All it means is they have some talent that people enjoy or like or are willing to pay to share with them or to be a part of, and people pay for that, and that allows them to get wealthy. And I've said, aside from that ability, they can be as dumb as rocks. And in most cases, they are. Mark Zuckerberg is, um, well, go down the line. Uh, Michael Bloomberg is, uh, well, you, 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 know, you know the folks I'm talking about. George Soros is, I mean, just, and, and sometimes not only dumb, but downright evil because they're so arrogant as to believe that they do have some superior wisdom and knowledge which they must impart to the world because obviously if they weren't superior, they wouldn't have all this money. Um, when in fact, they can be some of the greatest forces for evil the world has ever known, like George Soros is. Well, Oprah Winfrey is only a force for evil insofar as anybody pays attention to her, but she is a godless witch. And, and, and folks, here again, I'm not using that as a name-calling opportunity. I'm not calling her a witch like somebody would call somebody the B-word or something. That's not what I'm doing. I'm actually describing how she functions because she is an anti, she is a purveyor of anti-Christian doctrine that blasphemes the name of Jesus Christ, blasphemes his death on the cross, and she, is, uh, she embraces every godless thing imaginable, like shacking up all this time like it's no big deal because there is no morality ultimately to which she is accountable. She's going to find out she is accountable to God. Uh, and I remember when, when I, the, the, the epiphany that I had, because like a lot of people, I loved Oprah Winfrey. I thought Oprah Winfrey was just great. I mean, here's this talented black woman. She's doing well. Uh, she's having, in many cases, these wonderful interviews with people, and it's great. And then I heard her talking to a young lady, 16 years old. I will never forget it. And Oprah Winfrey had come out in support of, somehow indicated her support for homosexuality as being good and right and appropriate. And this 16-year-old girl got up on her show and said, well, you know, Oprah, that's what you say, but the Bible teaches that homosexuality is sin, that God is against it. Oprah brought that child to tears and told her, well, the God you serve may think that, but the Jesus I know made homosexuals, and that's close to a quote because I'll never forget it, made homosexuals, and you need to blah, 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 and then the, the poor child started crying because she's just a 16-year-old kid trying to defend her position as a Christian, and Oprah Winfrey slashed and cut her up.
And I thought, okay, that's who Oprah Winfrey is. Click, no more of that. I was done. Because I knew at that point, the woman's godless. And then she started coming out with all this weird doctrines of craziness and, and the universe and following all these weird new age uh, navens and, and, and warlocks. And I mean, they're, look, they don't call themselves witches, but that's what they are. Anytime you're engaged in a spiritual system that is contrary to the word of God, the will of God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that is a form of witchcraft. Now, we don't think of other religions that way, but anytime you are accessing, you are trying to access spiritual power in a way other than through the word of God, which is where we agree with Jews. Jews subscribe to the Hebrew Bible. I've made that distinction before. In that sense, they are different than all others. And that's not witchcraft. He, the, the, Judaism is not witchcraft because it is a revelatory faith given to the Jewish people by God through Moses. I mean, I've had some, even Christians argue me down and say Jew, Judaism is a false religion. Man, that's a, that's a really, that's a really bad doctrinal approach. And it shows, frankly, a kind of ignorance of Scripture because the Bible says we are grafted in because of the Jews. How can you be grafted in by something false? Obviously, they had something true. Leave that aside. For, I don't want to go down that road. My point is Barack Obama, purveyor, promoter uh, of, of homosexuality, poisoned the culture with it, accelerated its acceptance throughout America. Oprah Winfrey bona fide, glorified witch, anti-Christian, anti-Jesus, blasphemous, um, arrogant, self-absorbed. These are the people that Stacey Abrams brought in because that's the way Stacey Abrams is. And, and please don't get me wrong. I don't hate Barack Obama and I don't hate Oprah Winfrey. I love them with the love of Jesus Christ. They need to be saved, but they're wicked. They're twisted people. And nobody ought to be following them. Certainly no Christian ought to be following them. No Christian ought to be looking to them for guidance. Look to guidance for, from a man who lights up the White House in rainbow colors to celebrate homosexual marriage, which is a direct contradiction to the word of God. And you look to him for guidance? I mean, what's the matter with us? Oh, he's cool. He's black. Oh, please. Well, at any rate, Stacey Abrams came out uh, about two weeks ago. It came out that she said that, you know, the, 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 the presumed heartbeat and the flutter that you hear in a sonogram of a baby is just a trick to control the bodies of women, which I thought just goes to show the heartlessness of this woman. It goes to show she is just like George Soros, her, her mentor, her benefactor, her sugar daddy. She's just like him because he is amoral, except he's self-admitted to be amoral. She probably doesn't even know that she's amoral. She's too, but frankly, too stupid to realize it, because I don't think she's a very thoughtful person. She's very well-educated, but I don't think she's very thoughtful, because she's now doubled down on that and said something worse, which is causing a stir, apparently, in social media, which is she now says, we are concerned about inflation because we have children. Really? Well, my wife and I, our children are grown. 
we're concerned about inflation. We don't have any young children to take care of. When we go to the supermarket, we're not buying groceries for our kids. But apparently, from Stacey Abrams' worldview, having children is what makes inflation bad for you. Which is why abortion, apparently, is really now the abortion is the answer to inflation. Now, I'm not kidding you, folks. That, that's, that's Stacey Abrams. Well, that's Stacey Abrams. That's Barack Obama, who said, if my daughter gets pregnant, I don't want her punished with a baby. And, of course, that's Oprah Winfrey, who is, and look, we know that abortion is part of witchcraft culture because the Satanic Temple sued the state of Texas for restricting one of their rituals because they said abortion is a ritual of their Satanic religion. Again, not making it up, folks. You, you look it up. The Satanic Temple. So Oprah being part of this, this godless idolatry, this, this spiritual counterfeiting that she's trying to sell to people all over the world because she's got money and therefore you ought to pay attention to her. I'll tell you what, her, Oprah Winfrey and her money, you follow that and you will bust hell wide open with her and all three of them. And that's, that's where they are going unless they repent and believe the gospel of Jesus Christ and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's where they're going. Well, wait a minute, Bishop Jackson. Uh, um, Barack Obama says he's a Christian. Yeah, I know. I know. And look, there are people who thought they were, they were rockets and people who thought they, they who, who think they're animals. Uh, look, you can think you're anything you want to think, but that doesn't make it so. You, you know, Barack Obama's not a Christian. He's not. I don't know what he is. I don't know whether he's a Muslim. My theory is he's a syncretist. In other words, he's a person who believes, well, all and he said so much, all religions have the same basic truth. I mean, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me, period. Barack Obama's not a Christian. And all you Christians, you cannot vote for these people who represent the abominable before God. So the three of them are going down there. Now, we know why they're going. They're going because they want to try to hoodwink the black community and mesmerize the black community saying, oh, look, look, three superstars, Barack Obama, Oprah Winfrey, and then Stacey Abrams. Oh, whoa, we are wild. They look like us. We got to vote for them. They really think that black folks are stupid. They really do. Vote for them. They want, to, they want to, to indoctrinate you to kill your babies. They want you to send your children to schools where they're taught that they're neither male nor female, or they could be both, or they could be neither, but nobody really knows. The parents don't know, and it's none of the parents' business what identity they are, and they can help them get hormones. They can help them have their genitals cut off and have their breasts cut off and all that, and parents should sit down shut up because you don't have anything to say about it because you don't know what you're talking about, and we do. They, they, they're the people who have pushed this to fund the police and dismantle the police to the tune 
of a 30% of a increase in the number of black folks murdered, and they're not being murdered by cops, and they're not being murdered by white racists roaming the black community. They're being murdered by thugs who are let out by these George Soros prosecutors to go back out in the street and kill innocent babies, innocent women and children, and innocent and law-abiding citizens. That's what this unholy trinity, this unholy triumvirate has to offer. And they need to be soundly rejected. Soundly rejected. I mean, they, they need to be... Stacey Abrams, Raphael Warnock, John Fetterman, uh, what's this woman's name? I think it's Beasley uh, in, uh, in, um, in North Carolina, Tim Ryan in Ohio. They need to be retired from politics sent home packing. See, my, my dream, folks, for America is that the day will come when these leftists and their ideas will be cast on the dung heap of human history. Some people say, you know, you ought to say trash heap, but the Old Covenant Bible, the Old Testament, I should say, the, the Old King James Version uses the word dung when Paul says, I, I'm of the tribe of Israel. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm of the tribe of Benjamin, of the, of the nation of Israel, a Pharisee by training and brags about his background to say, and now I count these things but dung, but for the excellency of Jesus Christ. You know what dung means? Dung means human waste. It's a stark way of saying it. Some people have said, you know, probably better to say on the trash heap, but you get my point. Trash heap, dung heap, dung heap, whatever it is, that these leftist, Marxist, socialist, communist, anti-God, anti-Christian, anti-American, racist, uh, 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 atheistic, secularistic ideas will be cast upon the dung heap of American history, never to rise and trouble the American people again. Not that nobody will ever think that way, but the American people will realize, you know, we had a run with those ideas and they almost destroyed our country and we're never going back to those again. We're coming back to the fundamentals, faith, family, freedom. We're coming back to the fundamentals, limited government, individual liberty, a First Amendment that is virtually absolute, virtually absolute. I know it's not absolute, but virtually, almost, because the marketplace of ideas should be allowed to flow freely and the best ideas can rise to the top with vigorous debate, the best ideas rise to the top. And we don't censor people because we don't like them, we don't agree with them. That's what freedom is all about. It's not, it's, it can be messy. But if we start telling other people that they don't have a right to say what they say because we object to it, guess what's happening next? And that's exactly what we're dealing with right now. People telling us as Christians, I, I know right now that Facebook is shadow banning me. I know they're shadow banning me because there's no growth in our audience of Facebook. That's why we're, we're creating our own streaming situation. AFR has created its own streaming situation. We know these people are tyrants and totalitarianists and oligarchs. They don't believe in American freedom as we know it. They're not willing to have an honest and open debate and allow information to flow freely, freely and trust the American people to decide for themselves what they believe and what they don't. 
They're so busy trying to avoid having a Hitler arise, which they see in Donald Trump, that they don't realize they themselves are becoming the Hitlers because Hitler was a censor. And you weren't allowed to say anything that was in contradiction to the garbage he was spewing. It's just the opposite. Donald Trump has been fighting for freedom, and these people have been fighting for tyranny and, and censorship and, and limits on our freedom, and they want to point the finger at somebody else. My vision for America is that we be a Judeo-Christian nation, that we come back to a sense of moral centeredness around God. And, 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 and moral and cultural consensus that there are absolutes to which we all adhere or at the le very least to which we are all accountable even if we don't adhere to them. In which our children can grow up acknowledging this as a Judeo-Christian nation and not being ashamed of being Christians or ashamed of being Americans, but, but, but grateful to God for, for the Judeo-Christian culture of our nation and grateful to God for America as one of the greatest gifts that ever has ever been given to any group of people where they 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 really do become colorblind and I know the left doesn't like that and even some conservatives say well we don't want to become colorblind yes we do because of course we're not talking about the inability to see the distinctions in people's complexions that's not what we're, we're talking about the unwillingness to judge people on that basis. But seeing people for their character and their competence, not their color. In which we provide completely open education so that people can choose the education that they believe is best for their children and not try to impose. I look, I don't want to impose. People accuse us of this all the time. I don't want to impose Christianity on anybody else. But look, all laws reflect somebody's vision of morality. And I don't want our laws reflecting a vision of morality by a bunch of godless, demonic people. I want our laws to reflect the vision of morality that's based on our founding fathers' vision of morality and based on our, our biblical heritage. And people have to believe that. They don't have to accept that. They can go their way rejoicing. They do whatever they want to do. They believe whatever they want to believe. But I'm not ceding the public square to a bunch of degenerates so they can push their amorality on us like George Soros and tell us that somehow we're wrong, that we have a moral vision for life and that we want to promote that. Oh, we're wrong, but they can promote their amoral, godless vision upon the rest of us. Now, I'm in a country in which we acknowledge who we are. As Abraham Lincoln said, we all read the same Bible. We all pray to the same God. I want that moral consensus to return. It's not that everybody has to go to church or, or I don't want to force anybody to go to church or force anybody to read the Bible or force anybody to believe what we believe. But there is a cultural predominance in every nation, in every group of people. And the question is, what is ours going to be? Is it going to be secularist, atheist, Marxist, socialist, godless? Or is it going to be God-centered? And I'm fighting to make sure that it's God-centered. No official religion but cultural reality is that we are a Christian nation. I was going to share the scripture at the beginning, but instead I'll share it at the end because this is the response to Stacey Abrams' nonsense about 
the best way to deal with inflation is kill your unborn baby. That's in effect what she said. Because they were talking about inflation. She brings up abortion. You know, the reason why we're concerned about inflation is because we have children, which is one great big fat lie. Um, and the using the word fat is not intended as a reflection on her in any way. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 19 says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. It is a commandment. Choose life. And you got these pinheads like Obama and Oprah Winfrey. And I think Oprah Winfrey claims to be a Christian, but it is a it is a perverse view of Christianity. It is a, a it is a, it is her Christianity is apostasy and heresy and witchcraft. And I don't know whether Stacey Abrams claims to be a Christian at all. If she does, she's lying too. But he says, therefore choose life that you and your descendants may live. And then the 20th verse says this, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give them. See, I really believe that God gave us as Americans this land. I don't care what they say about having stolen it. That's a bunch of hooey. God gave us this land. And if we want to continue to possess it and prosper in it and raise our families and build our businesses and have a meaningful and purposeful and fulfilling life in it, we better choose life. And choosing life means choosing God. God bless you, everybody. Don't forget to vote in this upcoming election and vote your Christian values, not your blackness, not your whiteness, not your Democrat Party, not your Republican Party, but vote your Christian values. And if you vote your Christian values, Republicans are going to take over the House and the Senate and begin to restore some sense of sanity to our constitutional republic and put the brakes on the destructive policies of this Biden administration that is absolutely ruining this country. God bless you. Stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.